0: I'm Mary Parker, and welcome to this episode of Eureka's Sounds of Science. Cancer research is a complex and ever-evolving field. One of the most promising research areas involves the habitat that cancer is able to create for itself, which is known as the tumor microenvironment. To discuss this topic, I've brought in Rhiannon Jenkinson, Director of Science at Charles Rivers Portishead site. She has over a decade of experience in the fields of oncology and immunology, and she has agreed to talk with me about what exactly the tumor microenvironment is and how we can exploit it to treat cancer. Welcome, Rhiannon.
1: Thank you for inviting me to speak today.
0: Thank you for coming. So let's just start with the basics. What is the tumor microenvironment?
1: So when we think of the tumor normally, um, we often maybe think of a ball of tumor cells. So quite homogeneous in the way that it's formed. And these Mm -hmm. cells really form from our normal cells, which have been incorrectly programmed and maybe gone bad, resulting in them growing abnormally and affecting the normal function of our organ or tissue. But really, the reality is a lot more complex, as it often is in these scenarios. And really, a lot more different cell types get recruited by the tumor cells into the tumor microenvironment. So the tumor cells themselves, along with these other cell types, and the extracellular matrix that the cells sit in form the tumor microenvironment.
0: So then that raises the question of what are the cell types in the TME, and why are they there?
1: Um, so really, if we think of the tumour cells, what they're trying to do is survive um, and grow. So to do this, they need growth factors, um, nutrients and cell surface signals from other cell types. So as they grow, they send out signals. And this results in other cell types coming to the tumour and infiltrating into those sort of tumour cells to form um, a tumour mass. Um, In addition, as the tumour grows, it might result in tissue stress or danger signals. And this results in the immune system which is constantly surveying the body coming along to see what's going on and their aim really is to detect up on these danger signals resulting in Mm -hmm. killing of the tumor
0: cells. So the body is like attacking the tumor but is the tumor able to use those attacks to its own advantage sometimes? Yes that's
1: right so whilst our hope would be that the immune cells Mm -hmm. come in Um, and act against the tumour, resulting in killing, the reality is that the tumour fights back against Mm -hmm. this. And what it does is generate an immunosuppressive environment. So one in which it switches the T cells off and the other immune cells, and really um,
0: subverts them to support the tumour growth. Does this immunosuppressive effect extend beyond the tumor microenvironment to the rest of the body, or is it pretty localized? It tends to be
1: localized to the actual tumor microenvironment itself, because we've got to remember that the cells that are there are very very specific um, for the tumor itself. So it generates sort of a small niche um, where those cells become reprogrammed and influenced by the environment itself.
0: So what does having all of these different types of cells present help us when we're thinking about ways to inhibit tumor growth?
1: So when we're thinking about inhibiting tumor growth, we can think of two um, strategies very broadly. So the first strategy and the one that sort of traditionally people thought of when they were thinking of drugs that could target the tumour would be tumour intrinsic mechanisms. So those would be therapies which would directly target the tumour cells. But now we can think about a whole other subset of therapies and these are the ones that would be targeting the other cell types which are within the tumour microenvironment because those cells are there supporting the tumour growth. So if we can impact Act on their function then they're not now supporting the tumor and we can even turn those cells against the tumor and in that way we can fight back.
0: So it's like you're killing the protection around the tumor and therefore letting the body do its natural thing and defending against the tumor? Yes
1: that's right so effectively we're reactivating um, the immune response as it is and we're also maybe switching the phenotype of some of the other cell types which are in the tumor. So We can think as well as the immune system, we can think of the vascular cells that are within the tumor microenvironment and those cells are really there um, and they form the walls of the blood vessels, they supply the malignant cells with nutrients, so perhaps that could be a target. Cutting
0: off the food supply.
1: Yes, exactly, and changing the metabolism. So you could think about strategies where you'd be targeting those cells. we can also think about lymphatic endothelial cells. Those form part of the lymphatic drainage. So they're taking away debris and metabolites from the tumour itself, essentially keeping the environment clean. Um, <laughs> so again, if we could impact on that, then we might impact on the amount of danger signals that the is um, generating. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of the other cell types would be cancer-associated fibroblasts. So again, fibroblasts are normally there within our body, but these ones have been subverted to produce growth factors, um, mm-hmm. lay down extracellular matrix, such as smooth muscle actin and collagen. Um, and if we could target these cell types, then we target potentially the framework in which the tumor cell sits. And again, it's sort of just about mobilizing those cells and reprogramming them effectively to stop them
0: helping that tumor growth. Okay. So we've got the cells that are helping the tumour get fed, we've got the cells helping keep the tumour environment clean, so what would the role of immune cells be in trying to create a therapy based on targeting the tumour microenvironment?
1: TME, or tumour microenvironments, often contain several different types of immune cells, but as we just mentioned, the tumour really acts to try and switch these cells off, it wants to survive, it wants to grow. And then the opposite is true of the immune system. It's coming in there. It's looking for danger signals. It knows the tumour's abnormal. So it wants to go about its job of killing the tumour cells. Um, but the tumours sort of quite smart in a way, and that it's <laughs> able it's able to re-educate the immune cells and effectively switch them off. And it evolves that way, you know, you have the selective pressure of having the immune system there, and then the tumor adapts to cope with those cells being present within the microenvironments. So what Mm -hmm. we often end up with, um, if we have a tumor which has been infiltrated by immune cells, is that the tumors actually influence these cells to become regulatory or suppressive or switched off. Um, And clearly the role of a lot of therapies would then to be either to switch those cells back on or to drive an influx of new, fresh um, immune cells into the tumour microenvironment or really just get those cells sort of right into the tumour and microenvironment rather than perhaps just sitting around the edge of the tumour itself. So Mm -hmm. there's a few different sort of strategies we can think of when we're thinking of the immune system in the context of the tumour microenvironment.
0: So when you're talking about this tumor microenvironment, it sounds pretty complicated. And if we want to make therapies based on this this data, it sounds like it would be really difficult to test. So how would we go about testing a therapy for targeting the type the tumor microenvironment
1: yes yeah, so if we want to develop therapies of course we've got to have assays um, that allow us to model the tumor microenvironment um, and test if the cell type that we're targeting whether we're having the effect that we want upon that cell um, and by that I mean are we regulating its function are we changing its ability to survive or for example are we allowing recruitment of fresh cells to the tumour cells and increase killing um, of those tumour cells. So we can think of several um, different approaches here. And these are employed throughout discovery and early research and academic research. I mean, really, we can start off by thinking of simple cell assays. And by that, I mean, if we can isolate the relevant cell type. So, for example, from peripheral blood then we can isolate it and perhaps grow it in a dish. The therapy can then be added in and we can assess for the effect of that novel therapy, um, for example, on the function of that cell. So mm-hmm. is it better able to produce cytokines that we know are involved in producing sort of ev- effect T cell function and impact on tumour growth? Um, but those those sort of assays are quite simple and it's not taking into account the whole um, tumor microenvironment itself so really what we then want to move on and do is introduce several different cell types into the assay to better model the environment that would be there within the body um, so an example of this would be if we isolate t-cells um, and we also have tumor cell line so then we co-culture those together so we have tumour cell and the cells that we want to enhance their function to kill um, the tumour cells. So then our readouts with that in that assay would be, are the T-cells more active? Are they decreasing tumour cell numbers and are they increasing the amount of um, killing within that assay? And we can monitor that with time um, using various assays. Again, That's just two cell types. And we've just talked about the tumor (laughs) microenvironment containing lots of cell types. So really the ideal, and there are lots of people thinking about how best to do this would be if we could have a more complex um, in vitro system. So in the dish, we can have Mm -hmm. lots of different cell types in together, add in the therapy, and then look and see whether we're getting the desired effect, um, for example, on the immune system at driving tumor cell killing.
0: So based on studies that have already been done, does there seem to be any specific type of cancer that this is might be most effective against?
1: So it really depends on what you're trying to target. But in terms of um, sort of the tumors that people have worked with, these have been melanoma, for example, was one of the first mm-hmm. ones. Um, and other solid tumor types, um, often for a lot of the T cell directed therapies, they've had efficacy in tumours which haven't previously responded well um, to other therapies. Hmm. And this was um, just a good point to pick up on really is sort of the checkpoint um, inhibitor therapies, mm-hmm. which have recently had a lot of media interest. Um, and these are really sort of some of the really big news items around immune driven tumor killing and how we can employ the immune system to act against the tumor um, and decrease tumor growth.
0: Yes, this is probably a whole different podcast, but I understand that the tumor microenvironment and immuno-oncology are pretty heavily linked.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, And that would definitely be another couple of
0: hours. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Are there any promising or even approved drugs based on some of this research that are out or, you know, in the pipeline?
1: Yeah, there's sort of lots of drugs out there. Um, So as I just mentioned, checkpoint inhibitors um, are out there in the clinic now. They grew out of very um, basic research looking at how T-cells Um, were switched off. And then that led to looking at those T cells within the tumor microenvironment. Mm -hmm. So if you can inhibit those negative signals, then the T cells stay switched on, and they're able to kill the tumor cells. So those have really been a big success within the field. Sort of thinking outside of um, T cell biology, then people are very interested in targeting macrophages, for Mm -hmm. example. There's a large number of macrophages and a lot of solid tumours. And again, these cells have been educated by the (laughs) tumour microenvironment to switch off and even support the tumour growth itself. So people are really thinking around strategies. And these are sort of in early phase clinical trials where they can either sort of work to repolarize these cells so they become more pro-inflammatory or perhaps even sort of mobilize those cells to become more um, functional again so things like anti-CD47 blockade so that's effectively a don't eat me signal that the tumor has um, so the macrophage are there, but because there's don't eat me signals there, they don't recognize the tumor as being sort of the baddie within the tumor microenvironments. Um, so if we can block that don't eat me signal, then perhaps that can allow the macrophages to phagocytose or eat the tumor cells. All
0: right. So for anyone who's only been half listening up to this point, how would you summarize the importance of the tumor microenvironment?
1: So I think really the importance of the tumor microenvironment is that as we recognize and learn more about it, it really opens up this field um, for developing new therapies. Because we know the more cell types there are there, then yes, it's challenging to understand what's going on, but then you expand your number of of potential targets that could be used for generating anti-tumor therapies. So really what you've got to think of is that these drugs don't necessarily need to be targeted to the tumor cells themselves, but they Mm -hmm. could be targeted against the supportive network that really helps that microenvironment flourish and grow. And in that way, you're indirectly targeting tumor growth.
0: So the cancer is only as strong as its weakest cell?
1: Yeah, exactly. So if we can just sort of re-educate those cells and um, sort of get them to fight back against the tumor, then we're partway there. And probably really in combination with therapies that do directly target the tumor cells, then we could have quite a good strategy um, for really fighting back against those tumor cells.
0: Well, thank you very much for telling us all about the tumor microenvironment, Rhiannon. This is really interesting stuff. And I hope that it will lead to a lot of, you know, unique and creative therapies to beat cancer. Yeah, I
1: hope so too. All
0: right. Thank you so much. Have a great day.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.